This is Simon's Seeds, where Christ and truth reigns, and where soldiers for God get trained up and armed up on God's holy word. All right. That is it. That is the foundation of this show. Simon Seeds is God's holy word. Today, I have a very, very special guest, somebody I uh, practically grew up with. Right uh, next door from us, as a matter of fact. Uh, his name is Chucky Pratt. So, uh, without further ado, let me introduce Chuck. Chuck, uh, say something. Hey, God bless you all. It's a pleasure to pleasure to be with you and to to dig into God's word and uncover. Uh, we we like to call them nuggets. You want to get yeah. that nugget? You know, if you find that nugget and. Uh, and uh, and uh, it just it just opens your mind and, and a nugget be, of gold. <laughs> it could be filled with revelation. You never know how it can take you. But uh, but we serve a we serve a living God, and and, and He's given us uh, what we refer to as the living Word. So it's not just dead words on a page. God's powerful enough where uh, His Word is is a, as the Word itself says is living and active, and it's, uh, and it's sharper than any two-edged sword. And it never returns void. Um, Chuck, I would like you to start off with a prayer. I think it's appropriate oh, to start off with a prayer, and then uh, we'll just go on from there and let the Holy Ghost guide us. Sure. Uh, Father in heaven, we just thank you for this time of, um, of uh, uh, prayer and study and uh, fellowship with uh, whoever it is that you've led here to hear uh, hear this uh, this teaching and and, uh, and 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 to partake of uh, of, of this uh, spiritual manna, Lord God, spiritual food. Um, we just ask you, Father, that you would uh, guide this conversation. Your word itself says that where two or three people are gathered, with you as the intention, with you as the focus, you're, it says that you're right there in the midst. So we acknowledge your presence. We 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 welcome you uh, to 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 lead, move, guide, woo, push us, behoove us, and uh, and, 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 and and spark our thoughts, Lord God, and uh, yes. and, uh, and uh, enliven up these scriptures, uh, like like uh, like uh, Nehemiah said. You, you, the word of God says that Nehemiah gave the sense and caused the people to understand the word. Just give us that right now, Lord God, to be able to 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 to, to bring this word to the present. So that people can understand it and 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 and, and drink that living water, uh, right now in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. Yeah. First and foremost, I want to uh, throw this out there. Uh, one of the biggest reasons why I wanted to do this is because I've seen so many times um, in the past where some of the major problems we have as Christians is because we're not actually in God's Word, and we know that uh, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. In, uh, that's in uh, Romans ten seventeen, so um, it's it's really really important because ultimately that's the foundation. If you're relying on the world to tell you what the Bible says, well, you're constantly going to be messing up what the Bible says because it doesn't say what you're saying it says. So I would like to bring uh, forward two examples of you know of that that I've seen, and I'm sure there's there's a whole myriad more of um, examples of that. Uh, but these first two, I think, will be good enough. I, I think it's funny. Uh, the world wants to know something about God, but do you go to do you go to the milkman to find uh, answer of science? 
Do you do you go to you know uh, 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 someone that is a, a baker, a cookie baker, to find out the intricacies of, of how to break down a car engine? You know, no. no. <laughs> so it's it, it, it's just strange how how non professionals are so are they, they they raise the stones real fast and they're and they're gonna go ahead and. Black, but that's what I think is so funny is people will come running full speed like a linebacker to tackle uh, issues in God's word. And, 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 and if all you do is stand your ground and just proclaim the word, it's so easy to defeat people like that because oh, very they, easy. they have no leg to stand on. You can, you can actually see their expressions on their face when you just quote scriptures that are contrary to what they're saying. And, and you can stand alone on that. It's, it's funny to watch because if you know anything about body language, they sit there and they're kind of like, well, what do I do next? You know what I mean? They're kind of like um, disheveled. You know, they have no clue. And then they usually are quiet after that. Right. Because you've taken away that excuse just by using the word of God alone. Right. All right. Uh, I think uh, one of the things that really got me, uh, one of the scriptures that really got me was in Isaiah. Isaiah 11, 6. And... Um, I'm pretty sure you, you've you've heard the 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 saying how the the lamb will lay down with the lion. You right. know what I mean? And I I've heard that my whole life, and um, it's poetic. It's it's beautiful, and it, it it paints a very you know pretty awesome picture. Speaking of that, I had a, I had a picture up on my wall in my my bedroom of this this beautiful lion with a big mane and this baby lamb. You know, right there by its side. You know, and and it's unfortunately not in the bible right. so i'm gonna open up my bible right now to isaiah what 11 6 there we go by the way i read the uh the defined king james bible defined as in all the uh older archaic english words that we don't use anymore are in italicized and you can find out what they mean at the bottom of your page if you don't understand it but what i found is the more i read the bible the more i understand those words and i have to use it to find this less exactly so, but i'm gonna read um isaiah eleven six. the wolf also shall dwell with the lamb and the leopard shall lie down with the kid and the calf and the young lion the fatling together and a little child shall lead them I'll go on to seven. And the cow and the bear shall feed, their young ones shall lie down together, and the lion shall eat straw like the ox, and the suckling child shall play on the hole of the asp, and the weaned child shall put his hand on the cockatrice den. They shall not hurt nor destroy in all my holy mountain, for the earth shall be full of the knowledge of the Lord as the Waters cover the sea. Now, the very first sentence in uh, Isaiah eleven six says, "The wolf also shall dwell with the lamb." Nowhere does it say that the lion will lie with the the, the lamb, or vice versa. And that's that that wasn't like mind shattering to me, but I was really kind of shocked because I went pretty much my whole life believing something that was a lie. Now. How how bad was the lie? Well, any lie is bad. You know, I don't know if you can put degrees on it, but it's it's it shows you that how how deceiving the enemy can be by using something like that and can totally lead you astray. Who knows how that affected me in my life negatively? Um, I don't know, but I'm pretty sure with all the other. <laughs> 
you know, 66 books in the Bible with, with, with the amount of times that we're being attacked by, attacked by uh, the devil, that he has a whole myriad of other uh, deceitful uh, scriptures, deceiving scriptures out there that aren't even in the Bible. Um, so we basically have a bunch of uh, people out there misquoting the Bible. We also have a lot of believers out there misquoting, you know, the Bible. And the, the main reason why is because, quite frankly, they're just not in it enough. Exactly. You know, so... Exactly. I just it's it's just funny how it's funny how um, how it, it, there's even one with the with the with the Christmas story where it talked about the three was it the three wise men? the three wise men yeah, yeah. and it's not it was a caravan yeah. of wise men but right. what it was is it was three shepherds the angel appeared to the three shepherds which is very significant because yeah. if you think about how Christ came to earth. He came in a lowly uh, manger. He, he wasn't born in some big castle and right, with, right. with golden cribs and stuff like that. It, and isn't it interesting how the enemy... Well, I'm really glad you brought that up because I didn't even plan to talk about that scripture. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. Is, is, and you see it everywhere. You see it in artwork. You know, you, you, you see it even... You see it even preached in churches. Right, right, you know? right. right. And, well, that's, a, that's the main part of the play, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, and it was a caravan of um, wise men. It wasn't three wise men. You know, now there were three gifts. Right? Was it gold, frankincense, and myrrh? Exactly. You know, so now some may want to try to argue and say, "Well, you know, it's not a real big deal," but it is. We're talking about God's holy word. Yeah, well, well, well. Uh, people take artistic liberty, and you, you, yeah. you were just talking about before the, we came on air. About uh, uh, the, the 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 Noah's Ark movie with uh, with the the gladiator actor there. Oh, Russell Russell Crowe. Yeah, and, and, and it's like so they talk about artistic liberty. Oh man, well they <laughs> artistic license. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? So you know, but but the, the sad part is, is people are going to take that as God's word, and we, me and you yeah. both know that it's nothing but an attack against God's word. Well, the enemy also knows that these people going to the theaters, they're not going to open up the Bibles. Right. They're going to be lazy and right. looking. Go, oh wow, that's a Bible story, and right. so they'll they'll believe that, and and they're being conditioned and programmed through Hollywood, uh, and I believe quite purposely to uh, believe these lies. You well, know, well, the, the law, the, the thing that comes to my mind right now is the law of first mention. Whoever mentions it first, whoever gets the ground first, he's always assumed to be right. So 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 Russell Crowe's image of Noah comes in our head. Now the Bible's the lie. Yeah, not not the, not the it, other ex- way around. Exactly. Exactly. It's, it's, it's well, well the, there's another lie. Well, you know, the Bible's really old. It was written so long ago. Right. It was written by men, so it it must have changed. And uh, I think at a, at, a, at another time, I'm going to definitely dive into that. The accuracy of the Bible. Mm-hmm. It's so accurate. It's just ridiculously accurate. It's yeah, you know. So, but but anytime the devil can spread seeds of doubt, you know, he's going to do that. But the, the other thing, though, too, is. We were, we were actually, uh, I was talking about this before we actually hit the record button, was um, when, when you hear these scriptures that aren't in scripture, you hear so much stuff out there, you start to take what you like to hear and what you like to apply to your life without actually wanting to do what God's holy word exactly. wants you to do, which is to change, to become a new creature from exactly. the inside out. But you want to do it your way. And that, and that, quite frankly, is just the definition of religion, man trying to reach right. God when you know, God came down to us. You know? right. So there, there's no way you can ever ascend or be holy enough to do what God did for us already. But for some reason... We still want to do it. <laughs> I call it. I call it a grocery basket. We we get our our, our, our so called spiritual grocery basket, 
and just put what we want in it. Well, we yeah. go through the Bible, and we'll take a little of this scripture, yep. a little of that scripture, yep. and we we take out what we don't want and keep what we want. Exactly. And, and then all you have is done is, and you're you're on the same page with me at this. You created your own idol god. That's not yeah, God. exactly. You know, it's, God, idol worship, yep. it's like it's like it'd be like you're someone, putting God in a box. It'd be like basically. someone. It'd be like me saying, "Phil, I love you, man, but your ear got to go." <laughs> yeah, and yeah, I just exactly. chop your ear off. And, ex- and, and, and expect takes, me to and take <laughs> a, take an ear out of my pocket. And say, I like this ear better. On you. <laughs> and expect me to be like, "All right, I got another ear." No, that's not gonna happen. It's crazy, but that's what people do with God's word, which which is blessed forever. Uh, the Psalms one thirty eight says, um, "I will worship and praise Thy name for Thy loving kindness and for Thy truth, because Thou, Lord, has magnified Thy word above all Thy name." Yeah. Now that high view of God's word, you know what I mean? We're, we, we God holds His own word so high, and, he, and in the New Testament it says His word will never be broken. And we just come in and just start ripping it to pieces yeah. and shredding it and get the highlighter yeah. and, and, a, and, a, and a Sharpie, black Sharpie yep. marker and rip, rip, yep. rip, rap. And like you said, we're going to live our life our own way as if God never spoke yep. to us and had, had any requirements for our lives. And a lot like the Pharisees, you know, be out there uh, trying to look holy when you're like sepulchers. You're beautiful on the outside, but you're like dead on the inside. And that's, and that's essentially what we're doing. Um, Whitewashed gravestones full of dead men's bones. Dead like men's bones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like how Jesus didn't play around. He said, "He said you really don't want to know what you are. <laughs> you know, you're not patting them on the back, stroking their back." Another scripture I, I want to bring up was in uh, Genesis, and this one I, I've known about this for a long time, and it's in uh, Genesis seven, uh, verse two. Of course, King James uh, version. Um, let me uh, go there real quick. And this has to do with uh, Noah and uh, Noah's Ark and the animals that were on the Ark. And you'll see everywhere, you know, uh, children's books, even adults' books, where it'll say Bible stories. They always finish it up with the word stories, as if these are just stories. They're not stories. They are eyewitness accounts of actual events that have happened. Right. And like I said, when we get into the actually the Bible, you know, another time we'll definitely dive into that a little deeper. But um, this is one of the things that I've always saw strange. And you see... Your paintings of uh, Noah's Ark. It's kind of uh, uh, cartoonish, and they got big elephants and giraffes on there, all kitty-like, and and they're portraying and, and they're 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 projecting the idea that it's ridiculous. You know what I mean? Right, right, and right. Uh, I'll get into uh, 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 the, the the size of the animals and stuff in a second, but I want to get into the to the word Genesis um, seven two. Of every clean beast, thou shalt take. Of thee, by sevens, the male and his female, of the beast that are not clean, by two, the male and his female, of fowls also of the air, by sevens, the male and the female, to keep seed alive upon the face of the earth. Now, let's go back. It says, of every clean beast thou shalt take to thee by sevens. So it wasn't animals going up two by twos. The only animals that were going up into the ark two by twos were the unclean animals, like uh, animals with cloven hooves, like pigs and goats and stuff like that. So if you look at this, okay, and the male of his female and the beast are not clean. So what's interesting is you, you would literally have seven couples of lions three times. That's a total of uh, 14 per... So it's like 42, I believe that is, 42 lions going on. Uh, and then of the animals that are the unclean animals, they're the ones that are two by two. But you'll see everywhere in art, 
whether it be artistic license or just blatant deception, you'll see the animals two by two by two by two. And, and this goes all the way, way, way back to like the old paintings from the uh, 16th, 15th you know, century. It's, it's, it's insane. It's everywhere. And it, so it's so easy to be misled by that especially if you're not reading the Word. If you're not reading the Word of God, you're, you're going to rely on that and, and, and say, well, you know, it's so prevalent in our society, it's got to be true, and without even checking. When it comes to anything to do with the Word of God, His Holy Scriptures, read it for yourself. I don't care if you're in a church, bring your Bible. Because if the pastor's saying something that doesn't line up with the Bible, raise your hand and say, Pastor, I, I might misunderstand you. Might be misunderstanding here, but this is what it says right here. Can we talk about that? If they got an issue with that? Well, you got some thinking to do. You know, you got to, to decide whether or not you're going to go grow somewhere else or stay there and try to work it out. But it's too precious for me to want to stay in a place that is um, not in accordance with God's God's word. Because we're, we're, we're at a time and a place right now where we can't mess around. We don't have that much time. And the biggest reason why I'm doing this is so that people can come here, they can listen to this and learn things and hopefully get that aha moment like I did. And be like, wow, you know, now I need to, what do you need to do now though? You need to go out there and use this information. I, I was in the army for 15 years. I believe in battle. We're in a fight. We're in a spiritual fight. We're in a spiritual battle. So we need to arm up what I mean by arm up is we need to get into God's word and know what we're talking about when we get out there so we can disarm their feeble attempts to discredit us. You know, it gets into um, scriptures here like uh, uh, 1 Peter uh, 3.15, 2 Corinthians 10.5, 2 uh, Timothy 4.1-22, and Titus 1-9. Uh, uh, First Peter, hold on, let me uh, get there. Uh, First Peter three fifteen, but sanctify the Lord God in your hearts, and He, or excuse me, and be ready always to give an answer to every man that ask, asketh you a reason of the hope that is in you with meekness and fear. Basically, you have to give a good account for your faith. If somebody asks you, "Why do you believe in Jesus Christ?" or "Why do you read the Bible?" you need to let them know, and you have to be able to do it in a way. Where you're not you're not giving them the same typical answers that they're used to hearing, like for example, I used to hear this a lot. You know, um, oh, I would say, yeah, I believe in the Bible, and they would say, well, you know, that was written by man. Well, that's that, you know, and 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 I used to say, yeah, but it's inspired by God. Well, if they don't believe in God in the first place, they don't care if it's inspired by God. And another thing is they already heard that from 20 other Christians. Exactly. So you have to get into the accuracy of the manuscripts and stuff like that. And how do scholars determine how accurate literature is? And like I said, that will be on a whole other thing. But you have to give a good account. I call them left hooks. I like giving them answers that they have never heard before. It's like, pow. And they may not convert at that moment, but that's okay. We're here to drop seeds so that later God will, want, who knows, the 20th person, maybe their aha moment where they get on their knees and they, they repent and they ask God, to, you know, the, Jesus Christ to enter their hearts and, and, and they, they get converted, you know, right, and, then, right. and then a soul is saved. So, so, you know, like the scripture says, there's a lot of work to be done. But quite frankly, when I was doing it at, at the other place I was working at, I only saw one other person. It was lonely. It is a lonely, lonely battlefield, and you get beat up. And if you are not in God's word, which will be your strength, you're going to be unprepared, and the enemy is going to overtake you. Sorry for that little rant, but that was, no. you know, you have to give a good account for your, for your faith. And, and that's what I hope 
to do through uh, starting a blog now is to get some information out there and some answers that you're not um, used to um, seeing or even hearing. Like, for instance, at the line with the lamb, it's like I talked to somebody at work, and uh, he's a great guy, and uh, he was blown away. He's an older guy. He used to teach uh, uh, Sunday school. Great guy, by the way. But uh, he was like, really? So we looked it up online, and he was, like, blown away. Yeah. You know, so there's so much more. Even when you start getting into doctrines and some of the yeah. holidays that we celebrate, and stuff. yeah, like Christmas. I uh, <laughs> I had a little illustration that might stick with people when it comes to seeds being planted, but it's it's kind of it's from a negative spin. Uh, one day when I was uh, living a couple houses back when we before we had bought our first house, and um, and we came out one we came outside one day, and and and, and Philip, I, I kid you not, there were clouds of mosquitoes. I, I used to, when I was stationed up in Alaska, believe it or not, I can tell you another time, during spring breakup, there would be like clouds of mosquitoes. Yeah. And their mosquitoes are huge. Yeah. They called them the uh, state these, bird. It was these clouds <laughs> of mosquitoes. So, um, so I was, I was, you know, I, it, it was so, it, it was the weirdest thing though, was these mosquitoes weren't biting. They were just, they were just in clouds. Just, like you wow. could, you, if, if you had a net and you just swung it through the air, you'd have hundreds inside your net, that many. And, um. And so I, I, I was talking mosquitoes. to somebody about it, and uh, and they were saying, you know what, you know what happens? He says those mosquitoes will lay their eggs, yeah. not not the larvae. They're not even larvae. Yet. They'll lay their eggs. He said those eggs can go dormant for twenty years or Whoa. more. And he said just the right conditions will recondition those eggs, and those eggs will 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 will, will larvicize. I didn't even know that. Larvicize, and you have what almost like a plague comes up, and um. And uh, and I, I just think as, as much as that's a negative example, when God's word is planted, the word of God says it, the, the word of God says that His word won't return void. No, not at all. You know what I mean. So even if that elicits an angry response from somebody, it's not always like what you would expect. Like, oh wow, that's great. They're, they're going to convert. Sometimes people will get angry, but guess what? It didn't come back yeah, void. You know. <laughs> so you know, if if, if it's true. If it's true, it's it's they, gonna have a response. It could be positive or negative. Uh, uh, I kind of feel like you're either gonna slow down the enemy by preaching God's word, or you're gonna liven up uh, the the uh, the troops. The base, yeah. The, the yep. even though the enemy's never gonna come, at least you slowed him down. What is the scripture? It says, and, and forgive me for not. I was always horrible at the memorization. Was um, we we fight not against wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against yeah, spirits, principalities, exactly. evil against high places. And that's what's going on. We forget that. You know oh, what I mean? yeah. And the only way you can fight that is with God's word. Why do it yourself? You can't do it. Mm-hmm. God gave us everything we could wish, want, need, or desire is literally right in here for any any question you got about life or, or any problems are literally right in here. You just have to dig and and, and get those it gold nuggets. The funniest thing I was at college. Uh, there was this guy. He found out that I was a Christian and everything like that. And uh, and then he, he he his whole thing was, you can't convince me that God's real. You can't do it. And at that time, I'm thinking I can convince yeah. anybody that God's real. So like, <laughs> the only thing is his thing was the only thing is you can't use the Bible. What? And I was too naive at that time yeah. to uh, to to I bit that bait. No, that's so, why so, I do so it. So we go there. in for four hours. No, 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 And I'm not exactly sure left or right what was availed. What did get availed is I said, why would I ever go to prove God and not use the biggest proof of God? Evidence to of prove God, God that He gave for you to prove. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, 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 and on that subject, there's a thing that I am I'm writing a book and it's called the Divine Imprint. And and all throughout you are. This, all, awesome. all, all throughout the, yeah, all throughout the scriptures, there are 
things I call them fingerprints could, of God. Yeah, There's I know what you're saying. Things that could only be written or known by God. A lot of that is uh, Bible prophecy, okay. and um. And, and, and there's and then there's history, hist, history, yeah. and then there's uh, there's 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 knowledge that could only that, that that that's written before medical science was discovered. A lot of that type of stuff is inside the Word of God that lets you know that it was written by God. And another one is is a, an actually congratulations on the book. That's awesome, dude. Yeah, oh, I can't wait to read it. Appreciate and uh, it is there's another one. It's in I believe it's at Psalms twenty six sixteen. And it's 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 pretty long. I'll paraphrase, mm-hmm. um, where it says uh, they they rent my clothes, they rip my beard, they spat on me, and and they he goes through this whole list of things that that happened. They pierce my hands and my feet, mm-hmm. and you ask anybody what that scripture means. I mean anybody, and everyone without hesitation, at least so far has said, oh, that's Jesus Christ. And I'm talking like non-believers will tell right, me, and I'll tell right, them, you right. know that was written over 800 years before Jesus was born? Right. And they're like, what? They're like blown away with that. Right. And it's because that is one of God's fingerprints. It's the only set of books that are prophetic. You know what I mean? So that's actually a really good topic for your book, man. Yeah, yeah, It's yeah, awesome. Yeah. Really yeah, good. Yeah, well, I, I kind of feel like uh, as, as we get towards the end times that God's going to pour his... Like a lot of my books and stuff aren't written yet. I have another book that I'm writing. It's 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 a compilation of the. Um, I've actually finished it, but it's in its uh, second round of um, editing. Is that and with it, the scripture? How they all lined up? Exactly the, good, the, good. Harmon- the harmonic gospel of Jesus Christ. It takes the four gospels and blends them all together. And I, and I spent uh, initially uh, 14 years uh, compiling them all and putting them all together. And um and and and, and it just. If the word of God is the word of God, if you if you if you bring it together, it's that much more enlightened. Yeah, and that's what I found in that compilation is um, is rather than as uh, Muslims and some antagonists of the Bible say that oh the four Gospels don't agree with each other, which is the biggest one of the biggest proof of God is that there's a four different accounts from different yeah, angles. And it, it wasn't, from they didn't conspire to say the same exact story. You look at like Luke, there was something that happened to me years ago where I literally freaked out. I got physically sick because my faith came into questions and it had to do with um, Judas, how he killed himself and he hung himself. And then uh, it, it said in Luke, it was a little more descriptive how his bowels came out. And I was mm-hmm. like, well, wait a minute, how did he die then? Mm-hmm. I was freaking out and I was calling a... <laughs> People at Raining Love Church could not get a hold of no one. Mm. Just, just so you know, the, the the enemy. I think the enemy was at work there because I Absolutely. went the whole day, literally just sick, nauseous. And when I finally got a hold of one of the guys there, and he was like, "Yeah, well, uh, yeah, yeah, he, he he hung himself." I'm like, yeah, but it says in Luke that his bowels coming. He was like, "Well, Luke was a physician," and Luke explained that death in a physician's way of explaining how somebody would die. Um, what would happen if they were hanging there in that immense heat? The body blows up and the innards popped out. So that's actually even it gives the Bible even more credence because it was you know from that physician's point of view, and that that was a um, a huge learning point for me that you know whenever I'm being um, challenged with my faith is to study the Bible more because it always comes out yeah. on top. Like it really does. And when I found that out, I was like, oh okay, because before that. I didn't know Luke was a physician. He told it from his eyewitness account. Right, you know what right. I mean? So, yeah. So, but, no, there's but, no, they don't contradict. And the second part actually, of that is that they didn't want to touch him, so they cut him down, and he was hanging over a cliff. Yeah. And then, so when he hit the ground, them bowels, if even the bowels more. wasn't already yeah. out, yeah. 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 it was, was all the way out. There was out a lot more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Let's, uh, those are the two yeah, uh, I, I wanted to talk about. You wanted to bring up something, yeah, I believe, in um, this Old one is Testament. more. This one is, gets a little bit more into doctrine. And um, uh, what it is, is, is we don't, as Christians, understand where the line of separation is between the old law and the new law. Yet every day we pick up a Bible and it says Old Testament and New Testament. Testament yeah. And 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 and, and uh, so it's just not taught that much anymore what the line is and what the segregation is between Old Testament and New Testament. But uh, just to kind of capsulize this whole thing, before I just read a couple scriptures to you, yeah. it says here, or what I got written here is, when Jesus came on the scene, his authority was always questioned. Uh, Philip and myself are, are both well above 30 years old. Here goes this, in my eyes, a 30-year-old is, is a young person person like yeah me a too. very young very <laughs> young too. person like it's almost like disrespectful. i'm so old i would call him a young whippersnapper now <laughs> young whippersnapper. <laughs> so 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 crazy is around all these doctors who themselves are in their 50s or whatever well seasoned you know mm. could run for a president or well whatever. learned <laughs> yeah and, and 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 so then so then it's like, how dare you, you young, haven't even been through the dojo, yeah, yeah. dude. How can you question us? And so then Christ's answer was... Well, one, one quick interjection. Professing to be wise, they become fools. Exactly. Exactly. But when Christ answered them, he would come back with answers like this. Uh, Jesus said to them, there's a greater than Solomon here. I, yet I say unto you, there's a greater than Solomon here and a greater than Jonah. Matthew 12, 41, 42, Luke uh, 11, 31, 32, if, if you wanted to go and grab that for yourself and check it out. And then he said in another place, there's a greater than Abraham and the prophets here. John chapter 8, uh, verses uh, 53 to 58. There's a greater than Moses here. Hebrews chapter 3, verses uh, 2 and 3. There's a greater than the temple here. Like you say, well, the temple says this in all this tradition. He said, dude, the temple, what? The temple that's underneath my crusty foot? What are you talking about? <laughs> exactly. I just came down from heaven. You don't know exactly. what a, you don't know what a temple is. That's a claymation figure. Uh so the temple greater than the temple is Matthew chapter uh twelve six. Greater than the Sabbath day. You you, you want to tell me what I can and can't do on the Sabbath day? I'm and when greater. Christ, his, Christ himself said, I'm the Sabbath, rest in me. Yeah, I'm <laughs> greater than the Sabbath day. Matthew chapter 12, 8, Mark chapter 2, uh, verse 28, Luke chapter 6, verses uh, 5. Uh, greater than Jacob. You want to tell me what Jacob did and the Jacob and our fathers did? I'm greater than Jacob. Uh, John chapter 4, verse 12 through 13. Greater than John the Baptist. John chapter 5, 36. <laughs> greater than us. Greater than our hearts. Uh, well, greater than us is John chapter uh, 13, verse 16, greater than our heart, First John chapter uh, 320, greater than the devil, he that's in the world, First John, well, the last one was First John chapter, uh, not John, but First John chapter 320, and, and then greater than our heart was First John chapter 320, greater than the devil is uh, First John chapter 4, verse 4, and then he's greater than all. Write this down, everybody. Greater than all. John chapter uh, 10, verse 29 through 30, and 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verses 24 through 28. All that to say this, Christ came and he literally delivered us the, the, his, his law. There is li there's a literal law of Christ. And most of you are, are completely well familiar with his law that he came and delivered to us at the same level of authority that Moses, uh, that, that Jehovah spoke 
the Ten Commandments through to Moses, the same kind of authority Christ came and brought us his 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 law. But when when the law of Moses was was delivered, it was given uh, with the mountain shaking and the smoke was rising and you know like like Charlton Heston Ten Commandments movie and everything's on smoke and and everybody's quaking in fear. As a matter of fact, yeah. it was such a scary experience that the people said. We hear God, and we hear everything He has to say. But can you can you just let tell Moses and have Him tell us? That's a whole other Bible study. But it was disrespectful for them to say that. Like like it was basically saying, "Shut up, God! You, you know you're too scary for us. Can, yeah. can you can you just dumb it down so that we can hear it? You know from Moses, it, it, which when Moses came down the mountain, they had already yeah. gone to idol worship. Yeah. So how much they respected God, they didn't even they didn't even get a full stride out of Egypt before they were already ready to rebel, yeah. and, and not so fast because that's our that's a picture of our heart. We we Israel is a picture of mankind. How we have we are in enemyship. We're in enmity, constant enmity against God continuously. Yep. And every chance we get, we, we turn to. our back and we disrespect and yep. we spit in his face and we throw spitballs yep. and we and, and we disrespect him in every which way we can. So, but just to to kind of bring this home, okay. Um, it says here, um, uh, the Old Testament. Uh, uh, ten commandments. It's ten plus sixty-five. We're actually seventy-five commandments, judgments, and clauses total. In contrast to Jesus's forty-nine commandments, which are found in Matthew chapter five, six, and seven. Um, and uh, Moses spoke about uh, uh, Christ giving, uh, coming, and giving the law. He says, "And Moses came and told all the people all the words of the Lord and all the judgments. And all the people of the Lord answered with one voice and said, All the words which the Lord hath commanded." Uh, we will do, and it's it's Exodus chapter 20, 21, 22, and 23. It's not just Ten Commandments. So the whole, the misnomer as far as the topic is concerned is all we need is the Ten Commandments that'll solve all the problems of the world. Say what? Exactly. Say what? That was given to the Jews in the Old Testament. Exactly. And all all that the Ten Commandments were is like just like you have an icon on your desktop uh, that that you click open and that is Microsoft Word. And Microsoft Word is not the icon. Microsoft Word, the whole program that you can create books and do writing and everything with, is inside that program. The Ten Commandments is like the icon that 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 it's like the dumbed down version of all that uh, sixty five. Exactly. And then if don't talk to Jewish people, they have sick. They have they broke it down into six hundred and some commandments. Yep. So this is the but this is the law that. God delivered between verbally between Moses and all the people of Israel very soon after they came out of Egypt. So now contrast that to uh, to uh, the law of Christ, and it's right here in um, right here in okay right here. So law of Christ, New Testament Ten Commandments in contrast to Moses uh, Ten Commandments Deuteronomy chapter. 18, 15 through 19. And this is what it says in the Old Testament, prophesying of Christ bringing his law. I will raise them up a prophet. So this is, just say it one more time. This is Deuteronomy 18, 15 through 19. I will raise them up a prophet from among their brethren, like unto thee, Moses. I will put my words in his mouth, and he shall speak unto them all that I shall command him. And it shall come to pass that whosoever will not hearken unto my words, which he shall speak, uh, in my name, I will require it of him. 
And uh, and so then that's and, and so that was and 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 then Peter confirmed that in Acts chapter I want to say Acts chapter four that Christ was the fulfillment of Deuteronomy chapter uh, eighteen. Uh, he was the 19. fulfillment of so much. So 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 Christ stands on top of the mountain. A, a, a picture of when the Ten Commandments were given, and he gives ten blessings rather than ten curses. And he goes into and contrasts his law versus the old law. And he says, you have heard that it has been said. Of course they heard it was said because because that was every Jew knew what the Ten Commandments and, and what all yeah. the commandments yeah. were. You studied the, the, the exactly. law, and they were called it. lawyers. The lawyers, that's another one, is that they, they were, the lawyers were lawyers of God's law. It wasn't like law in court. It was like they knew God's word so well, and that's what the lawyer in the Bible was. It was someone that knew God's word really well, and they and so everybody was well-equipped well and knew God's word. And uh, and so so Christ said, you have heard that it has sin said, thou shalt not kill. And what do he say? But I say unto you, yeah. with that greater than, greater than scripture that we were just talking about earlier, but I say unto you, whosoever is angry with his brother without a cause shall be yeah. in danger of, of yeah. the judgment. You know what I mean? Same with adultery. And, and, yeah. You know what I mean? So then he gets into adultery, he gets into, he gets into uh, um, uh, coveting. And uh, so, so it's just, it's so to finish, the old law is spoken of as done away with in the New Testament, not needed. A pacifier. Everybody knows a pacifier will never keep a young baby alive. No. It won't keep a young kitten alive. <clears throat> it won't keep any animals at the zoo alive. The pacifier, all it does is says, let me give you something so you can wait for the food. The Old Testament in Hebrews is exactly. spoken of as a pacifier, yeah. a pacifier to God. Because God, uh, as we saw in uh, the the, the uh, Noah's Ark, wanted to destroy the earth, yep. and He, in His grace and mercy, says, "I think I can work with this situation." And and so Moses, the Bible says, found grace in the God's eyes, and 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 and, 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 and so. Mankind and our existence today is nothing but an outpouring of God's grace. God don't have to let us stay alive when no, we he poke, doesn't, when we poke our finger in His face. Exactly. You know, but His His mercy and His so Christ is this Amen. outpouring of love. But as 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 my brother Phil knows quite well, when you read the Book of Revelations, that outpouring of love has an end. Oh yeah, exactly. It's a, that time of grace is going to end too. So Ooh. yeah, and it talks about God's anger filling up the wrath. Yep. Filling yeah. up so full, and uh, you know, so uh, believers know uh, to stick with it and to and to and to stay on it. But um, so yeah, so no, my whole message uh, to bring to this people not reading the Bible thing is, we need to follow Christ's law and get our message as it were from Christ. So the, the only controversy that I ever get into when I talk about this with people is, well, what are you talking about? We don't follow the Ten Commandments. What are you talking about? Well. Well, first off, you can't follow them because if you did, you would fail. They were there to show you that you were a sinner. I mean, because everybody violates at least one or two of those laws, if not all of them. So, right. I mean, so you, you're going to keep trying to fulfill or, or to, to you're going to keep trying to um, obey that law, but you're going to continuously break it. Right. It was there to show you that you were a sinner. So right. it's, it's right. yeah, so the, the, Christ, Christ came to, to, to wash you away of those sins. Is that you know, his blood? So it's like, yeah. So, the, the, so when I face that controversy where people they 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 say, well, I don't understand what you're talking about, Chuck. I, I don't get it because you, you get you get so conditioned a certain route. Yeah. 
you know, you get taught in Sunday school, Ten Commandments is yep. everything well, you need. Harkens back to like you seeing the pictures and the artwork, and during the Renaissance period, they changed angels from from masculine to feminine because it looked right. more pretty, and 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 that is, it's a perfect picture of. We are in this world, but we're not of this world. Exactly. When you start looking at the things of this world, this world will continuously change the truths that are in God's word mm. so that your ears could be tickled and you can have this happy, this little happy, warm feeling and you can uh, essentially let go of your responsibility to the one who has created all this. And that's all it is. People just want to continue in their own sin. So they find things like this, whether it be through the movies or art or books or whatever, or even online now, so they can step back and say, see, well, I've done my part. I feel good. I feel spiritual. And I don't have to, I don't have to be responsible you know, or accountable to what God says in his word. Because exactly. it's not easy. To be honest, it's not easy sometimes being a Christian. You, you are going to have to carry your cross. And it's a daily thing. But if you're not in God's word, it's doomed to fail, to mm -hmm. be honest. I'm going to wrap this up real quick. Um, I'm, I was very honored that uh, you came by today, man, for real. I, I was telling uh, some of my friends at work, man, that, that uh, like, you know the word. Like, I've always had a hard time uh, memorizing scriptures and stuff, but I always knew where to get it. And I remembered I read it, but um, I was really glad you could do this today. And hopefully you can have me back even more and more Absolutely. and more and more and more. Absolutely. But the goal uh, is to, um, to teach, to arm you up, uh, get you back in the habit of reading God's Word. And then after you read it, though, you can't keep these gold nuggets to yourself. You have to go out there and you have to share this information. I guarantee if I found a suitcase tomorrow with $15 million in it, guess who I would contact? Chuck. And he would have some of it. Why would I keep something like that to myself when I can share it? And yet God's Word is worth so much more than that. You know, it's eternal. So if you have this eternal knowledge, this knowledge of how they can themselves not be uh, cast in the lake of fire for all eternity, because that's, that's, that's the ultimate judgment there. We'll get into that um, also in some other uh, podcasts. But um, how can you not share that? How can you not share that? And so was it Peter or Paul that said, is there not a cause? You mean that in and of itself is a cause. You don't have to know these people. All you have to know is that there's an enemy. There's a battle going on. You have your, your, your basic instructions right here, basic instructions before leaving earth. Read it, get to know it, get out there and share it. Because you can, you can read it all day, every day, and not share it, and it's not effective. So my goal is to get you um, learning, sharing, and winning souls. So hopefully um, you'll get a little more involved with the word, with your fellow Christians. And if you're listening to this and you're not a Christian, I would implore you to realize that you are a sinner. If we went through all the sins right now, I guarantee you violated like one or two of them. Um, and that in and of itself will uh, prevent you from being in your Heavenly Father's uh, presence. So the only way to solve that is to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Thank you. See you guys next time on Simon's Seeds.